0: Look, Australia is a big country with a small population. We have a lot of sheep. <laughs> and I don't know if I are right or left foot.
1: How have you found out about this? I mean, how do you know what it is?
2: The easiest definition of being left-handed is not being right-handed. And they're all different from each other. What makes left-handers, then? The most commonly accepted theory is a genetic view, that we inherit our handedness. We inherit what's called a right-shift factor from our parents. And if we don't, then we could turn out left-handed or right-handed or any of the range in between. So then the handedness is randomly determined, and it may be determined by which way you are held by your mother, how you are put to sleep. It could be how you are handed things as a baby at a particular stage.
3: Left hand, left arm, left wing. A flight of fancy. Let's start with my left hand.
4: I must say one thing first off, the left hand represents the feminine side of the person. So if you are using your left hand to do things with, if you're a woman, your animus is really strong and if you're a man, your anima is really strong. So it's like a sort of Jungian thing that goes on. So are you left handed? Are oh, you the one? So it's almost like your feminine instinct is really strong. Okay? It would just be natural for you to sort of be not so much submissive, but sort of like receptive. whereas People that use the right hand are much more assertive. So left hand's, you know, very feminine, very sort of almost like the goddess within, you know, coming out. So that's really quite a nice thing to have when you've got the left hand moving out.
3: Left-handed. Having the left hand more serviceable than the right. Preferring to use the left hand.
5: I had a teacher who was very strict and she used to hit me over the knuckles if I didn't write with my right hand. I I actually was able to do it. It wasn't a major thing. It wasn't traumatic. I don't remember it being traumatic anyhow. But everything else I'm left-handed.
3: And sitting at that flip-top desk, eastern side of the class for the morning sun, in prickly grey melange, she'd eyeball me and beat that short, thick, heavy leather strap into a palm and tell me don't write left-handed, or else sick people, silly people, crazy people in hospitals write left-handed.
4: You're left-handed, so normally I'd use the hand that you don't write with, but the left hand for you would represent your past to a large extent. Now the shape of your hand, if you can just turn it over, is what's called a conic hand shape. It exaggerates your feminine tendencies to really be intuitive, connected to your feelings, your emotions. You just have a gut feeling about things. Many women have conic hands. But there's also, with you, if you can just turn it back over again, you've got a philosophical hand enveloped into it. So you're very philosophical, even though your intuition's taking over. So it's like intellectual, as well as the emotional stuff coming in with you quite strongly.
2: is so interesting to neuropsychologists, is because the hand is the way of getting back into the brain. We behave with our hands, and we conclude things about brain function by observing behaviour. If a person is mainly right-handed, it's assumed that they are left hemisphere dominant. In um, taking a lead in governing thought processes, and certainly in the representation of speech and language.
3: Speech and language. Does speech language. the left hand know what the right hand speech is doing? Language. Does the right hand know what the left speech is doing? And language. So you must have felt this sort of rising tide of discontent. Yeah, I did, way. I
5: did. Definitely, Or I
3: incompleteness, think. or what, what would you oh, like? um, call <clears> it? <throat>
5: I think it is, um, it becomes a longing again to go back to where you feel you you naturally should be or the way in which you should use what you are to be what you are. And that was part of wanting to start to write left-handed again. Now, I don't know whether the the fact that I write with my right hand and I'm left-handed is just the only thing I do, or whether there are other things in myself, whether I have forced myself to behave in a different way or to imagine in a different way, to interpret things in a different way through seeing, because the hand is so powerful in our culture and the word is so powerful, text is so powerful, and I don't know how much of me has shifted in that time, which is a lot of years, and I'm trying to go back in there and to see what what hasn't shifted. I then can be more confident in dealing with different sides of myself that are obviously there, I mean they're obviously within everybody but one side is stronger than the other and I think if you repress it and push it back, I mean in the end it just comes out and bites you I think that's the sort of thing that it does (laughs) So I've been bitten by my left hand
4: (laughs) Okay, as you can see there's a lot of lines going on there on your left hand, it's like some people would have just like one head line, one heart line and the life line going around there, okay, and not too many other little lines peeping in. With you, you've got a lot of little like river type lines, which means to me your mind is so occupied all the time, it's always go, go, going. So left handers not only are more capable of using
2: their non-preferred hand, but they also... Have a better chance at recovery from brain damage to speech areas.
0: I'm not trying anymore.
1: Left hand. I begin my evenings, my recital evenings, by welcoming the audience to an evening of sinister music. (laughs) And what do you mean by that? Uh, Mano sinistra is the Latin for left implications are are in the listener's imagination too.
6: As you enter an Eastern Orthodox Church, you will see the icon screen immediately in front of you with different paintings of the saints. In particular, there is always an icon of Christ and an icon of the Virgin Mary. And as you face the back of the church, as it were, the icon of Christ is always on the right-hand side of the door through the icon screen, and the Virgin Mary is on the left-hand side. There used to be a tradition where the men would sit on the right-hand side of the church before the icon of Christ, and the women on the left-hand side before the icon of the Virgin Mary. Church thinking on left and right is a cultural thing, but the customs are interesting to observe. For example, making the sign of the cross is always done with the right hand, particularly in the Eastern Orthodox tradition. Although I must say, I once saw a one-handed man in church once who had only his left hand, and he was using his left hand to make the sign of the cross. And of course, this is only natural and acceptable. The understanding is you use your right hand. Now, I never really understood why or heard any taboo until somebody told me that in the Western tradition, in particular the Western medieval tradition, when witchcraft was a concern, to use your left hand to make the sign of the cross is to actually to conjure up the devil, to call upon Mephistopheles. By doing everything in reverse, there was the recitation of the Lord's Prayer in reverse. This would conjure up Mephistopheles, the devil.
3: Sinister, from sinister French. Well Latin, Sinister. Left.
6: Left hand. Whew. Sinister suspicion. Something wrong. If you walked into the church and made the sign of the cross with the left hand, people would think, oh, you're in league with the devil. You're trying to contact the devil. And naturally those sorts of ideas have passed. Well I hope they have. <laughs> Yes, there's always been that suspicion attached to the left-hand side. It's not normal. It's it's not what the majority of people do. And it has those sinister connotations.
3: Sinister. Of intent to deceive or mislead. Prejudicial. Unfavourable. Darkly suspicious. Dishonest. Unfair. Underhand. Dark. Corrupt. Evil. Base. Bad. Attended with mishap misfortune or disaster, malign, unlucky.
6: Sinister is a good word, that Latin word for left. Sinister is a very good word. There are sort of evil associations, as it were, with the left-hand side. And this, I think, is a reflection of society. Left-handed people are the minority. They're different. And society always is suspicious at first and then perhaps shuns and ostracises anybody who's different and who chooses to be different. And we hear the horrific stories about schoolchildren being forced to write with the right hand, as if to write with the left hand was something bad, morally bad, inherently wrong, instead of just a physical variation on the norm. God
2: created a few perfect people, the rest are
0: right-handed left-handed genius. (laughs) I suppose they are. They are talented. Really. Do you
4: believe
0: that? Yes, they are. And then, of course, if you have a look at some books which tell you how many talented people were left-handed. Very famous people.
3: Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo. Picasso
2: Throughout history the terms used for left-handedness are unfortunate. The word right spelt exactly the same way also means correct in English and sinister implies in English something horrid or hidden or unusual, too unusual. I mean there are some positive references to left-handers but they're unusual. For example, Benjamin's army of left handed in the Old Testament were very good shots, and one finds tennis players like McEnroe, and extraordinary sports people who are either ambidextrous or left-handed. With the rest of the right-handed world expecting shots in a particular direction at a particular speed, it's more of a challenge to face a left-hander. Left handed calculators. Oh, yes. yes. And,
0: openers. and spoons and knives and forks. All kinds of ladles, as you can see. Locks which go backwards. Watches which you can see completely crazy. The numbers are back to front. The winder is on the other side to make it easier. And for those who work with computers, we have a left-handed mouse.
1: did a beautiful arrangement of the Bach for Clara Schumann. When did
2: the repertoire really begin? There's
1: been a large solo repertoire that has existed back uh, almost uh, from Beethoven's time. Beethoven's contemporary Karl Reinecke wrote a sonata, uh, a four-movement sonata for Left Hand Alone. The concerto repertoire uh, is... Almost there entirely, are about, uh, I, I must say, I'm, I'm very now I am contributing to it, but it's, it's almost entirely thanks, thanks to Paul Wittgenstein, uh, who was this uh, a German, German pianist who was wounded by world, world, a first world war, and he was very well off from a wealthy family, brother of the, to the uh, philosopher, philosopher Ludwig Wittgenstein. And he and commissioned all the great composers, the great composers, of, composers day, to of the day, works for his left hand in orchestra that included Ravel, Rode, Prokofiev, Prokofiev Britten, Franz Schmidt, Franz Schmidt, two works, Richard Strauss, two works, you know, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff, of that, no, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff. The writing for one hand has seemed to be a challenge to many composers, unleashes their creative juices.
2: What do you mean the left side of yourself? How that, do you feel that's different to a right hand?
5: It's, it's, it's more mysterious. It's probably darker. It's less predictable. I don't have the same control as as I knew from trying to use my left hand. You know, I, I just didn't have the same skills, social, whatever, you know, to deal with So it's a little bit out of control. But I'm now learning to use that, I hopefully. I mean, part of the idea of going into the left again was learning to use that to sort of free up some of those things, which, in the end, if you don't go to the edge of those things, that's where it's more scary. You know, to stay in my right side of myself is more scary now to me than to sort of approach the left.
2: How would you characterise the right-hand side of yourself? Well,
5: the right-hand side of myself is definitely much more businesslike it's much more socialised, it's much better mannered <laughs> and it's, you know, it just operates in a way that, that is very much an image of the world in which we live the kind of status quo And um, What do you think the left represents? Well, the left hand represents a much more imaginative much more intuitive, much more risky much more individual side for me
3: Left From Old English, lift, meaning weak or infirm.
4: Now, looking here, if you can just turn your hand over again, I want to see your fingernail shape. Once again, you've got the conic fingernail shape, which is telling me you must be really artistic, you must be very creative, Okay, There must be a side of you that can either use your hands in some way, so it's almost like once again it's saying this is who you are, so if you can just turn the hand back over again.
3: The left hand is the dreamer.
4: There's a side of you that's very practical, very down-to-earth, very basic, very mainstream. But there's this other side that's very radical, very different and very non-conformist. So it's almost like you've got these two sides going at once. So I'm just getting... And, like, using the left hand, it's, like, such a good balance for you. It's just, like, such a good quality for you to put forward in in the world. Yeah, it's great. It's really, really very much a part of you because you are so different in inverted commas, yeah?
5: I'll read this particular one out to you because it leads on to something else and it might be a way of describing how I've seen the process and how I've understood it. And this particular time I was having a lot of dreams, which I think also inspired me to start writing here. And this one is actually uh, a couple of weeks into the diary. And it says, I can only remember one image. A doll, a small doll, maybe made of wood. The head was snapped off, there was blood. Then the next day I've written another image. I was confronted by an image of dead animals, three or four, I can't remember. I think there was a cicada or a grasshopper. There was definitely a sheep, decayed, caught in the mud, the sort of mud around a drying-out dam in a drought. All the animals seemed to be caught in the same way. I was incredibly distressed, and I woke up crying. Now, I have a little bit of difficulty reading that, because it's physically different to my other writings, so it's strange, but they're short ones. Sometimes I've gone into more detail, but around this thing of animals, which I wrote a lot about here, is a story that happened about a month after this, when I came home and my cat had caught an incredible lizard that had been in my dreams that I'd written about here in different ways. And um, I went into the bathroom and the lizard was dead and it had clearly been killed in the bathroom because there was blood everywhere and I just couldn't distinguish between what I'd written about and what was actually... It really felt as if it had come out of the writing. It was the most beautiful lizard. It turned out to be a water dragon lizard, which are just... You don't hear of them around Bondi. They just don't exist in Bondi. They live around water holes, fresh water holes. And so, to this day, I've got no idea how that lizard got to be in the bathroom. I've got no idea how my ageing cat came to bring it in, except to say that he probably pulled it out of my dreams. That's the only way that I can describe it in that kind of... if you want to see that as a left-handed description of things. Now, I am convinced that that would not have happened if I'd... I mean, one, I wouldn't have written those things in my right hand. two, it wouldn't have happened... Then I buried the lizard because I was really concerned about it. It was related to dinosaurs genetically, so it's incredibly primitive. And um, uh, I buried it in the back garden. And then this orchid plant that I had that it was never really flowered gave birth to a flower. (laughs) So there are sorts of things that I see in a left-handed kind of way. I mean, a left-handed imagination, I suppose, if you want to see it as something like that. But it's also a left-handed way of seeing and connecting with your day, your very ordinary day. And they're the kind of ways in which I've gone into trying to understand it or unlock it within myself and playing with that metaphor, I think, of being left...
3: left branch of a stream, left bank of
7: a river. Physically, it's uh, the part on the left bank of the Seine, which is a river uh, which crosses the town and uh, divides the town, in a sense, in, in two parts.
3: Rive Gauche, that part of the river Seine, noted for its intellectual views. Latin Quarter, the
7: Sorbonne. I was born in, uh, in the middle of France. When I decided to come in Paris for two days, in a car with uh, my parents' friends, and uh, I said, please stop and leave me in the Sorbonne Square. And so, from this moment, I feel that I was at home here. It was really my territory and the part of Paris uh, which was mine. It was a place for students, and for me it was very important. And perhaps from this time I decided I wanted to be a student all my life.
3: Paris of the left bank. Of the studios, of the bookshops, of the struggle and toil.
7: I was uh, also uh, just in this place, in the Sorbonne's yard, at the beginning of uh, my... 1968, when uh, it was just the beginning of uh, the fight between the students and the policemen. And I was naturally in this place. It was by chance, but not not really by chance, uh, I think.
3: the no 20 yards. And he's gunned down. He's out cold. There's blood pouring from his stomach. And the students are angry. The students are not going to stand. The students are starting to die again. The police are firing more and more tear gas grenades. Everyone's being sick. <laughs> Under the cobblestones. The beach.
7: When uh, I have a moment, uh, free time, I always return in, in this place.
5: You're working from your heart in a different way. It's just a different journey, I think, between the left and the right.
3: Were you frightened by your left hand side? Oh,
5: I have been. At times I am. Because it can get me into a lot of trouble.
3: What kind of trouble? <laughs> <job?
5: laughs> well, it can blur the line between fact and fiction for me. In the way that the story of the dream became reality. Sometimes I feel as if I can almost call something up with my left. Because I am more powerful with, within my left side... In an old-fashioned way, if you wanted to see it as magic, it's probably aligned with the left. I can't imagine magic aligned with the right. (laughs) But if I wanted to use those terms in relation to myself, I think I'm frightened of the left side of me that can actually make something happen. And that means that I've got to work with my fears. You know, I've got to work against myself because it'll throw something up to me and then, of course, it throws up the fears of not doing it or not attending to it. The left
2: hand of darkness.
1: I became a victim of repetitive stress syndrome, which is now uh, recognized uh, with full validity by by the medical profession. Valid uh, repetitive stress syndrome. syndrome. It's a kind of fatigue in the uh, extensor muscles, the upper muscles of the arm, and the outside fingers, fifth and fourth, uh, kind of begin to curl under defensively. The hand won't be extended. It's It's curious. It's curious. That's one of the reasons that repetitive stress syndrome almost invariably, with pianists, strikes the right hand. Open up the piano. You look at the inside, inside of a piano. As you get higher and the higher, trail, into the, right the, strings hand. the strings are very short. Shorter and short and it takes a hell of a lot, which means that you work a lot harder the with the right the hand, hand than, with than the, the it left does hand. It out of the bottom of the piano. So you see the long, hand, far more powerful strings are in the hand. left hand. So if anything is going to go in a situation of stress, it's going to be the right hand. It's
7: curious.
2: my
4: right hand if I've been forced to use that, what would be struggling within me now? The male or female side of you, the yin-yang quality, it's like using your left hand is balancing out that yin-yang, because you are so mentally masculine, okay, that using your left hand is balancing out that, that femininity within you, so once again that goddess quality that is so strong and yet would have been thwarted had you been using your right hand. I think it's just natural for you to use your left hand, you're very connected to the left hand side of your body, so that's... That's what's occurred for you, yeah, over the years.
3: Does the right hand know what the left is doing?
5: (laughs) The other thing that happened recently was that I was using my left hand, of course, which is what I do for most other things other than writing, and I was... Stupidly cutting through an incredibly old, tough piece of parmesan cheese and using all the pressure I could with my left hand. And the knife slipped. (gasps) And I sliced my thumb of my right hand. I can still actually feel it. This was about six months ago. There's a scar there now, but at the time, of course, you can imagine all the force going through the old cheese. Ends up going straight through my thumb and, you know, across into the bone. And it just bled like crazy and, and I thought, oh God, what am I going to do anyhow? So it was okay, you know, what I'd done was cut the nerves and it's slowly re But I couldn't use at all my right hand, full stop, which was the, the hand that, you know, I, I use publicly for writing. So I was forced then to become totally left-handed. Everything became left-handed. It really did finally put out of action something that was probably... And I did it myself. I mean, I killed my own right hand. I knew it was going to happen. I could see it happening. It was one of those things that the left pulled up. You know, this is what's going to happen. You're going to cut off your thumb, Jan. Did it stop me? No. You know, because it was more powerful. So what I did was slice it off. <laughs> and it's OK now. I, I, it's better. And um, But... That's all there and it all adds up to retouching the thing that's become important.
1: I was in a deep depression for a couple of years before I, I finally uh, realized that being in music was more important to me than being a two-handed pianist. So I began to investigate the one hand of literature. I began extending my teaching. I think my teaching changed from that point on because I couldn't shove the student off the chair and show him this is the way it should go. I had to talk it to them. And I had to become very precise and very clear. And uh, I think it changed my teaching a lot. And I became a conductor. Without seeming Pollyanna-ish, lots of good has come from it. I guess the growth and the awareness the realizations that come from dealing with what seems to be so much of a kind of personal tragedy. Either you grow from it or you don't. I kind of like to think i did.
3: Piano works for the left hand
1: alone. The left hand is admirably suited from a... Uh, anatomical point of view it's very we'll easy to just both, uh, play the harmony. harmonies in the bottom of the, bottom of the and piano where it's and it's tap out the tune means. with your thumb and it follows very sane musical as well as biological or biomechanical rules it proves that in a sense the melody in music is the least important Are
3: there ten fingers on Leon Fleischer's left hand?
1: You have but to listen to what five fingers can do and what some composers have done, and Ravel himself, when he wrote one of the great, great masterpieces in the literature—whether you know for piccolo or bass or left hand or seventeen hands—it's one of the great pieces of music. He said that his intention in writing the piece was that if the listener were to close their eyes while listening, that they would detect nothing amiss, nothing unusual.
3: Left. Belonging or pertaining to the political left.
8: To be left, I think, is to, um, well, for me, I'd say it's about social justice and equity. But, of course, often the right would say that too. They just have different views of how it's to be done. I suppose we do believe in collective action to bring about the betterment of all the society, whereas the right, of course, believes much more in individual action and a bit of sort of devil take the most. But to me, the left is a family. I hate the word network, but yes, I suppose really that's what it is and you know that there are you know there are left-wing academics and I sort of know most of those and there are left-wing doctors and I know the very few of those that exist are lots of left-wing lawyers you tend to know those so it's not just those who are politically active in that very straight political sense there is a left culture out there in all the professions. I was a nice little, um, you know, North Shore girl doing um, English and history. I had been a, an Anglican. I had, a, I think, probably been a, a Liberal, although I didn't have the vote, of course, because in those days you didn't vote till 21, but I come to realise I opposed the Vietnam War. But I couldn't work out how my other views came together as a political view. I remember one day going into uni and seeing Geoffrey Robertson, you know, the and I remember saying to him, Jeff, I think I'm a socialist. And of course, he was very sort of patronising about this because I think he'd decided some time ago that he was a socialist. And to me, from then on, being a left winger, or in those days we called it New Left, was just very comfortable for me. I realised that all my views came together into, um, you know, proper New Left ideology.
3: wing, members of a socialist, progressive or radical political party, or section of a party, generally those favouring extensive political reform.
8: I didn't set out to be a Member of Parliament, but there's a sense in which it now allows you to carry out your political campaigning. Um, It's much easier. You've got the resources and to some degree you've got the status know I'm seen as a bit of a rat bag by people who would want the Labor Party to always have one voice on every issue. But the point I keep making is that if you ask the membership of the Labor Party about various things such as uranium and such as privatisation, that they will have a view very different to what the present leadership has. And uh, I don't see why I, as a Member of Parliament, should have to accept non-democratic decision-making procedures within the party. The only thing that keeps you going is a sense of humour because being on the left isn't much fun a lot of the time because we continually lose and uh, we're we're continually berated. So you have to see it all as, as a bit of fun along the way or you just give up. You also have to be very optimistic. I've always said that the difference between the left and the right is that we know how to party simply give up if you had to take it all intensely seriously. We're intensely serious about the issues, but you don't always have to be serious about the way you go about fighting.
5: The right is so cold and the left, I suppose, then is warm hot or you know passionate and all those kind of things that sort of erupt. left left
8: left. left left left
3: left
2: I'm an experimental psychologist, so uh, I describe very dryly the things people do as opposed to making judgments about the quality of their thought because we're so far away from measuring those things and it's the qualitative things that interest people mostly so I'll stick to the dry old facts that um, left hand is a variable that they may prefer to use the left hand but they may actually be better with the right hand that there does seem to be an original type of creativity then I guess there's the prejudice to put up with and the deliberate attempts to make people conform. that One of the best things we've got is our individuality. To try and shape it and make it conform to a preconceived idea seems extremely odd.
1: Absolutely listenable music. So as I say, there are about a 1,000 pieces. Most of it, one has to admit, is not very good. But I think there are about two recital programs, programs worth of very good piano absolutely music for, for left hand. It's, it's what you have to do with five fingers is suddenly play at least... As though you're two different instruments, if not more. Very easy to do it between two hands. You have an accompanying hand and you have a, a tune hand, a melody hand. But to do it within the same hand, you create a new balance.
0: I realize the problems the left handers have in the right handed world. And I have done something for them, I hope. My only problem now is my age. And I'm looking really for a, to join a union which will stop me from working <laughs> by decree. <laughs> because I can't stop.
2: <laughs> if the right side of the brain controls the left side of the body, then only left-handed people are in their right minds.
5: It was feeling incredible relief that someone had spoken about it as such. There seemed to be certain sort of chaos and, you know, nothing was quite sort of happening in a certain way, but yet all sorts of things were happening. And I thought, oh, yeah, I know that exactly. That's the feeling where you just don't have order and you don't have structure and your moods just won't pull themselves into line and and all it's doing really what it's fighting with you to do is just to follow that you know to follow that mood and to follow that stuff because it'll take you somewhere it's you know it's no better or worse than any other sort of road that you might be on that day and it'll lead you somewhere else you've just got to trust that the left-handed day will lead you to wherever you're supposed to be